Welcome to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. We want to encourage, equip, and connect those with a passion to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Student ministry can be a lonely place. You might even feel like you're the only one in your church or community that cares about students. Well, know this, you're not alone. People all across the country are engaging Gen Z and care deeply about the spiritual direction of these young men and women. Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you. Welcome back to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. My name is Dan Carson, and I'm thrilled that you've chosen to download and listen as we continue the conversation about student ministry. Now, this past week here in the state of Arkansas, it has been back to school. Many of our schools, public, private, college, they've started classes again. And we often wonder, what do we do for our students? What is the best thing that we can do? Well, it is pray. And we're going to talk about that for just a few minutes today as we share. But before we do that, I want to talk about our podcast partner, Central Baptist College of Conway. Central Baptist College is one of those places that students are cared for. They are loved on. They have professors and instructors there that just care deeply about the spiritual growth of their students. In addition to that, there's a lot of great things that are happening with the student body itself. And so I've gotten some of the voices of CBC to share why it is important to them. Hi, my name is Hannah Varnjell. I'm majoring in psychology and counseling and minoring in missions. I love CBC because it always feels like home. The people here are so welcoming and loving, and you can definitely feel that the Lord sent people here for a reason. Hi, I'm Drew Tyner. I'm majoring in Bible and minoring in worship arts. And I love CBC because of the Christian community and the friends and just everybody's so kind to each other, and it just feels like home. Both of the students shared a very similar thought that CBC feels like home. And if your student is looking for a place that kind of feels like home, have them check it out at cbc.edu. Let me encourage you to do that. Reach out to one of their admissions counselors. It's a great place. Let your students know about it. Again, that's cbc.edu. Well, again, on today's podcast, we're talking about those things that we can do as student pastors, as student ministry workers. What can we do for our students as they head back into that difficult place that is the classroom? And it is difficult. They're hit with all sorts of different philosophies and ideas, things that we've spent the summer pouring in our students, and all of a sudden they're hearing maybe just the opposite. Now, that's not always the case. Some of you live in communities where people are very receptive to biblical ideas and concepts, and they want their students to embrace those fully for every aspect of life. But for many of our students, it is just simply not the case. They are dealing with difficult things at difficult times in difficult situations, and they don't have the same support that they might have at church. But let me tell you that there are things that you can do. Most importantly, there is that one thing that is most important. It is for us to pray. In Philippians 4, 6-7, through 7, the Bible simply tells us, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 
God calls us to pray about all sorts of things that are in our life. And when we pray, we are worshiping God. We are saying God and putting him very first among everything else and acknowledging that he's the one in control. But we want to pray for our students, lift them up during the course of the week. And that's something that we can do at the beginning of our day, all throughout. Maybe you can't get into the school system like you would like. Maybe you are having trouble breaking through. Well, you can pray for your students and you know that if they're a believer, the Holy Spirit is with them throughout that day. So let me just encourage you to pray for your students. But the biggest question is, how do we do that? What what approach do we need to take as we pray for our students? Well, I have just four things, and then I want to share some more because God has just kind of been beating me over the head with this concept all week long and all the past couple of weeks about this need for prayer in my life and praying for my students. The first is this, that we are to pray for their souls. You may have students in your ministry that are not Christ followers. As our children and teenagers step back into the classroom, many are hit with voices that will seek to distract them from accepting Jesus. Pray that God will cut through the noise and reach the lost students of our community. I thank you about those students that maybe you've had come to all these summer activities, those events, those things that have been going on. Maybe they went to camp with you or a big conference, but they just haven't taken that step of accepting Jesus. Pray for their souls. Pray that God will use people around them, that he will use you, to share the gospel, and that you will see their salvation. Pray for their souls. Now, the second thing is this. We need to pray for their witness. Now, some of your students are faithful followers of Christ. They have made that decision. They are following him. They've had big experiences over the course of the summer. They may have even said, hey, I want to follow the Lord in ministry. It's important that we Pray for our students' witness because Satan wants to derail the impact of these young men and women. Pray that God will place a hedge of protection around them so they might be effective witnesses in their school. You know, I can go and I can talk to students. I can show love and care for them. And and there are some students that are very receptive to that, to, to adults influencing their lives. But one of the best ways that a student is going to hear and share the gospel is all when it's done at their own age level. And so we need to be praying for our students, praying that those that are committed Christians remain committed Christians, that they are faithful witnesses of the gospel message to their friends and their classmates and even their teachers, those adults that are there. It makes a difference on how our students act in school. And we want to pray for our students, pray for the witness that they will be faithful followers and that they will have that opportunity to stand for Christ in a situation that needs Jesus. So pray for their souls, pray for those that are lost, pray for the witness, pray for those that are faithful followers that need to be strong in these difficult situations, that they don't make poor choices that they make the holy choice, the God choice in each situation. But then you can also pray for their teachers. Now, the adults in your students' lives have a powerful impact. Their positive and negative words can bring life and they can bring death. Pray that God will provide the men and women that your students need as they navigate school. Now, I think about my own kids. I love them dearly. 
And they have had some great teachers and they have had some poor teachers, just from an academic sense. But I've also think about those that were powerful impacting them socially, emotionally. They weren't always Christ followers, but they were the ones that were cared about my student, my kid, my, my son, my daughter. And so we need to pray for the teachers. Pray that God will place the right people in their lives at the right times. Because I think about middle school, I think about junior high, high school, even college. Those are some difficult years as the young people in our lives are trying to figure out who they are and who they're going to be. And these adults are making a big impact. So pray for the teachers of your schools. Pray that if they're a Christian, that they're going to stand for Christ, even when it's difficult. Pray that if they're not Christians, that God will work in their lives and they'll see salvation. And pray for just all of them, that there will be that sense of um, a peace as they go through the day, so that they'll be able to communicate those things that they need to communicate. Well, we also want to pray for our students' families. School brings number, uh, brings a whole number of uh, extra stressors to the family. Additional activity, extra expenses, and new schedules are just a few of the difficulties that families encounter as they go throughout the school year, and especially that first month. Boy, I can tell you how much money I've spent during those first months. You've got to buy uniforms. You've got to pay for school supplies. You've got to buy some new clothes. You've got to, and the list goes on. And so there's all these extra stressors that are going on in the families of your students. So pray for that. Pray for those students to have peace, to have um, a reliance on God in these moments. Um, and then pray maybe your church can help some of those families that need that extra help during those days. Pray that God will bless and provide for the things that they need. You know, praying for our students may seem like a simple thing, like an easy thing. But the, the truth is that we neglect that more often than we don't. Because what happens is that we get busy in the day-to-day -day activity of ministry. Well, we've got to get this ready for our Wednesday night event. Or we've got to get this ready for the conference we're going to have or the retreat we've got coming up. And, and the list goes on. And all these different activities take the place of spiritual activity. And God has called us to minister to these young people, to give them the word and to pray for them. There is a great responsibility for us as the ministers or pastors in their lives. And so I want to just encourage you over the next week to pray for your students. Make a list. I don't know how many students are in your ministry. Some of you are in large churches, and so maybe you have hundreds of students. That um, is going to affect some of you. But many of us are in these smaller youth groups where we have 30 or less students, and we could easily pray through the list of our students daily, or at least break it up. And over the week, we have prayed for every single one of our students. So that's the challenge. That's the challenge this week, that we pray that God will bless their lives, that he will work in their lives as they step back into the classroom. You know, Shane Pruitt has shared a prayer strategy for Gen Z. And that's who we're ministering to right now. We're loving on students and their Generation Z. Some of you guys are 
millennials. Some of you guys are like me, Generation X. There may be a boomer or two listening uh, today, but it is important that we understand we need to be praying for Generation Z. These are the young men and women that are in schools right now. They're junior high, high school, and we need to love on them and care for them and give them over to God. What does he share? Shane Pruitt shares. He shares four things. We need to pray that a generation would, number one, grow in their love for Jesus. Man, that's important. Our students need to grow in their love for Jesus. He takes that from 1 Peter 2.2. 2. The second thing that he shares is that we need to pray that a generation would engage unbelievers with the gospel. So pray for their witness. Pray that they will have that opportunity. And takes that from Romans 1.16. Then he encourages us to pray that a generation would navigate this world with the truth of God's word from Psalm 119.105. Our world is awful, awfully confusing. It's difficult. It's hard to understand. And we need to approach it with the truth of the gospel. And then, fourth, he tells us to pray that a generation would be zealous for revival. Second Chronicles 7.14 God is encouraging us to, to pray for our students, to pray in specific ways, pray for their souls, their witness, their teachers, their families, and then to pray larger things for their generation, that they would be a people of God and that they would be that people that look to God for the needs of our churches, our families, and our nation. Well, that is my encouragement for you today. To pray for your students every day, to lift them to the Father, and to say, I can't be with them every moment, but I know that you can. That's our prayer. Pray that God will bless them, that we will see great things through this generation. As I've said before, we are so happy that you've chosen to download and listen as we keep talking about student ministry. We'd love for you to share these podcasts with your friends and with others that are involved in student ministry. There are ways that we can help you in your ministry, and so we encourage you to contact us. Info at studentministrymatters.com is a great way to do that. You can reach out to us through social media, uh, but just you know, like, review, Share. Those all help us as we seek to be what God wants us to be as a ministry, as we love on youth pastors and try to help pour into those that are seeking to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Well, you keep loving on your students, ministering to your students, and praying for your students. God is going to bless those efforts. God is going to be with you as you seek to serve Him. It may not always be easy. But we're going to keep doing it. Why? Well, we do all of these things because student ministry matters. Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.